get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. Today we're joined by Rachel Gadiel, who is a business coach and designer dedicated to helping you launch and grow a business that honors your true nature. In this episode, we delve into why social media isn't the only marketing tool you can use to grow your business, what doing business in a way that honors your true nature actually looks like, and a few marketing ideas for introverts to truly flourish in their business. This is such a great episode and I know that you're going to love it, so let's dive in. Well, hey, Rachel, welcome to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Alicia. I'm super excited to be here and speaking with you today. So I would love if you could share a glimpse into your world and a little bit about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a brand strategist. I'm also a Squarespace designer and I work with introverted and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help them launch, grow and build their businesses in a way that honors their quiet power. So I do this through mindful marketing strategies that don't involve social media. So going against the grain in in that, but no, you know, it's things like blogging, uh, SEO, email marketing, PR, um, brand collaborations. Yes, there's really a ton of other ways you can market your business without social media. And yeah, so that's, that's what I help women do and grow businesses that are really aligned with their true nature and, and help them do business in a way that feels good to them. I think that's so refreshing because there's so much power given to social media. But when I work with people, I'm constantly reminding them this is one marketing tool out of so many that you can use. And I think it's really interesting as well, because when I think about some of the most successful people that I've worked with or that I've met, often they have quite a small social media following as well, but they're leveraging all different areas of marketing. So I'm excited to get into that more with you today, but I would love to know what is something that is inspiring you at the moment? That is a great question. I have to say the ocean. I'm lucky to live right next to the ocean and I go on daily walks with my dog and I just find it to be so energizing for me and just a way to really spend that time in nature. So that's something that's always inspiring me. And I wanted to delve in a little bit more about our topic for today, which is doing business in a way that honors your true nature. So I'd love to know, what does that mean to you? So I think it really means doing business in a way that feels good to you and making the most of your energy. So thinking about what is the best use of my energy? How am I going to use that in a way that's going to yield me the best results? So as you were saying before, like I think a lot of people can think that because everyone's on social media, I have to be on social media and it's the only way to market your business. But there's a lot of other ways that 
are just as successful or potentially even more successful than social media. So it's really about thinking about your personality and what your unique gifts are and how you can leverage those in a way that's going to support you building and growing a business that's sustainable for you. I know from my personal experience, I went through a period where I was very active on social media and I just found it to be incredibly draining and it took away from time that I could have spent being creating or doing other more high value activities that were going to yield me better results. But yeah, so it's really just about leaning into your quiet power. I think it's easy to assume that because you're introverted or you're not the loudest person in the room that, you know, you feel like you have to keep up with what other people are doing. But it's really just about, you know, having the, you know, listening to your gut and having the courage to take the road less traveled and, you know, not feeling like you have to follow the crowd. Um, And it's really just about using your intuition and doing business in a way that feels nourishing to you and pleasurable rather than, you know, something that you dread and that's like an uphill battle, like can feel at times. So yeah, that's what it's really about. That all sounds so good. And I love doing and thinking of doing business in a way that is really nourishing because it totally is possible. It doesn't have to be something that is hard and pushing. Obviously, there's going to be times that are maybe a bit challenging. And I think those times are great because they bring opportunities for growth, but it's not something that has to feel difficult all the time. So if you're feeling like that, I think this is a good little nudge to be like, hey, some things might need to change. And I'd love to know, why do you think this way of working is important for entrepreneurs and especially entrepreneurs who are maybe a little bit more introverted as well? There's a lot of noise going on, especially in the online world. Everyone's sort of got, you know, their opinion on how how to do business and the best way to do things. But, you know, there's many ways to go about doing something. There's not just one way. And I think that, you know, especially on Instagram, um, there's this pressure to be online all the time. And, you know, that just doesn't work for a lot of introverts. So I think it's you know, not paying attention to that noise and, and yeah, as I said before, like trusting your gut and leaning into what feels good for you and, you know, being okay with that. Okay. Well, maybe I'm not going to get the instant gratification of the likes and comments straight away, but these strategies that I'm working on in six months time, they're going to, you know, get me some really amazing results that potentially are going to be more sustainable for you uh, to grow your business. Um, You know, there's that tendency to get caught up in what I call vanity metrics. And it's the, you know, the number of followers that you have or the number of likes and comments and things like that. But really those things don't matter if you're not getting the results that you want in your business. And I think it's really important to whatever your marketing strategy is, really understand if where you're spending your time and energy, if that is actually yielding you the results that you want to achieve in your business. And yeah, just being open to other ways of doing things that you may have not even considered before. And I think that, yeah, it's just about understanding, I think, what your strengths are, what you enjoy doing. Obviously, like you said, not everything is supposed to be a bed of roses, which is absolutely true. But marketing should be something that can feel fun to you and exciting. And really, when you think about it, when you break down what marketing is, it's really just about sharing your message. And, 
you know, I know so many of the women listening to this podcast are probably very purpose-driven and feeling like they want to make a difference in the world. And when you break it down in those, in that kind of way, really your marketing should be about sharing your purpose and how can I do that in a way that feels really aligned and it also supports you in your business. If listeners are feeling maybe a little bit out of alignment with their marketing or the way that they're doing business at the moment, are there any tools that you would recommend to help them sort of bring their focus back in and see what's going to be most important for them to put their energy into? Definitely getting an understanding of what your goals are in terms of your business goals. Like if you know you need to see X number of clients a month or whatever um, the specific business goals is, and then kind of work backwards on a strategy, a marketing strategy that's going to help you achieve that. In terms of tools, I mean, I'm big on analytics tools to understand your data and 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 sort of the impact that that whatever activities you're doing uh, are having on that data but in terms of like managing how you operate one of my favorite tools at the moment is notion i don't know if you have used that but i've heard of it <laughs> i haven't tried it out yet it's so good. Like it allows you to create sort of mini databases and, and basically collate everything that's in your head regarding like your marketing plans, your business strategy, content planning. It can allow you to sort of centralize all of those things and sort of have like a bird's eye view of everything that's going on in your business. So that's one tool that I love that can help you just get that visibility on everything that you're doing and having that sort of accessible to you. And then, yeah, just, I mean, different analytics tools like Google Analytics, I find is fantastic. It's a free tool, but that's easy to integrate to your website. Yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't have to be complicated uh, at all, but it's really just finding some tools that work for you and allow you to stay organized and just put you back in the driver's seat of, of where you're spending your time and your energy and allow you to yeah, execute on your business goals in the most efficient way. I love that so much. And I think even in my own business, I've really noticed that as well. Like there are times when maybe I'm a little bit quiet on social media, but there is so much happening behind the scenes. And I think as well, what I want to sort of share here is sometimes you make the biggest moves when you're actually not that visible on social media, like, and no one really knows what's going on behind the scenes of the business. So I think it's really good to sort of drive that message home. Like if social media is something that feels good to you, then go for it. But if it's something that you're just not aligned with and it feels really forced for you, then it's a total permission slip to try a few different things as well. And I'd love to know, from working with people, what are the biggest differences that you see when they start to work in this way that really honours their true self? Absolutely. Uh, I think the first thing is having more energy, actually feeling excited about your business and, and sharing your message. Like, as I was saying before, like this is really your purpose work and sharing your purpose work should feel good to you. And it should feel aligned with, with your actions matching um, your output and, and what you're taking, how you're sort of going about it. So yeah, it's really having that energy and feeling excited versus feeling filled with dread about how you're spending your time. And 
as you were saying before, like business isn't all 100% pleasurable and it's not all fun, but there are definitely tweaks that you can make that can support you and, and help you feel more supported in your business than feeling like you're constantly doing that push, push, push. Because what ends up happening is if your energy is being misdirected, you then have less time for being creative, less time to sort of invest in your clients or whatever products or services you're launching. And it can really then start to impact your overall business, you know, in terms of like the number of clients that you're getting and things like that. So it's really just about finding that alignment in yourself and understanding, yeah, what feels good to you. And then working out a plan that is going to support you having that energy, feeling excited to share your message and your purpose work, bringing that out into the world. And I'd love to know, I guess, to give a bit of a real life example, how have you sort of introduced this into your own business and what have you find works really well? Like, where did you start? Can you give us a bit of a real life example for any listeners who are like, this sounds amazing. I want to start doing this. Like, where should they start and what have you found works really well for you? First, it's definitely looking at, you know, going through the process, as I mentioned, about what energizes you, what activities give you energy instead of take energy away for you. So for me, I love writing. I love creating and designing. Obviously, I I design um, websites. That's something that's really energizing to me. So it's just really doing an audit of what the things that, you know, you enjoy spending time on. And I guess for me, it was, okay, so if I'm starting with a foundation, what does that solid foundation look like? And it starts with a website that's optimized for SEO. So that means when people are searching for, let's say, I don't know, a wellness coach or a photographer in a certain suburb or something, your website is actually optimized. So you're helping connect your business with people who are genuinely searching for that information. And that's why I'm such a big fan of SEO is because when people are typing things into Google, they have a really high intent. So they're looking for something, they're looking to have that problem solved. And if your website matches what they're looking for, then that's an easy way for you to attract people into your, into your universe. So definitely starting with that foundation of your website, ensuring it's optimized for SEO. And then the next sort of layer on top of that is having a content strategy through blogging. And I'm a huge advocate of blogging and you know, as again, like if you're creating blog content that people are searching the internet for and you happen to solve their problems and come up with the answers to the questions they're looking for through your blog posts, again, that's another quick win for you to be getting people, attracting people to your website. So having a content strategy around blogging is something that feels super aligned for me. And then also Another thing would be, as I mentioned, my sort of zone of genius is writing. So another thing is having guest posting on other people's websites and also in the media. So getting yourself published through the media. And it's actually not as hard as some people may think. It's actually quite easy. And, you know, it it's, can be as simple as, you know, doing some outreach or pitches to people and say, hey, and this is sort of like, you know, you have to do some research around whatever your niche is and find some websites that are aligned for you and media publications that are aligned. But I know that so many websites these days are looking for content. They're looking for guest writers. So 
that's another uh, strategy is seeing what the opportunities are in terms of being able to contribute to other sites and media opportunities. Another thing that I'm implementing in my business is one-on-one interviews exactly like this. Like as an introvert, I thrive and do really well um, one-on-one and building relationships with people like that. So that's another way. It doesn't even need to be a podcast interview. It could be just reaching out to someone that you really admire and and say, hey, I'd love to, you know, have a, a Zoom coffee date with you and, and seeing if there's any ideas or ways for you to collaborate together. So that's another way is like, again, leaning into your introvert strengths. Like introverts are amazing in small groups and one-on-one. So, you know, when you think about networking, it doesn't need to be like at big events or things like that. It can just be small one-on-one coffee dates with people that you do um, and podcast interviews again like these are awesome there again there are so many podcasts out there and you know even if you spend you know an hour researching what are some possible podcasts in your niche that are looking for guests and then you can pitch yourself out to them yeah and oh, I would mention also adding in their email marketing which I think is even though you're sending, if you're sending, if you've got a, a database of people uh, and you feel like it's one to many, it's actually a very intimate form of marketing because if you're like writing to someone, they're receiving that email as if you're talking directly to them. So in many ways it is one-to-one communication. So again, that's another opportunity for introverts or women who don't sort of like to have that noisy interaction in the online space. Email marketing is perfect because you're essentially writing a letter to someone and updating them on what exciting things are happening in your business or sharing, you know, offers that you have. So yeah, I think email marketing is probably a huge untapped opportunity for introverts. And especially if you tie that in with your blogging strategy. So in terms of attracting people to your website through your blog content, and then having sort of mechanisms set up on your website so that when they're on your website, they're then prompted to sign up to your email newsletter. And then it sort of works in a really automated loop for you that you sort of have to set up once and then it kind of works for you without even needing to touch it again. And then you're collecting those email um, addresses and then you can send email newsletters to them. So yeah, they're just a few of the ways that I am doing business differently without social media. But yeah, I think that, you know, doing a mix of some of those things would really yield some amazing results and they've certainly worked for me and and I think adding to that I think it's important to have a mix of what I call internal marketing and external marketing so internal marketing is when you are marketing to people who are already in your world so that would be people who are already visiting your website people who are already on your email newsletter list and I think that's like you, I would group that saying they're all, they're all already in your universe, but you should also balance that out with what I call external marketing, which is attracting new people who may not have heard about you before and attracting them into your world. So that is like, that would be through sort of the guest posting or media interviews, podcast interviews, and it would sort of be focused on attracting people who haven't heard about you, who haven't heard about the work that you're doing and inviting them into your world so they can know about all the wonderful work you're doing in the world. So I think it's important to think about, you know, what you're doing from an internal marketing perspective and then balancing that with what you're doing in an external perspective and ensuring there's a good mix so that you're able to then 
accelerate your results. I love that. And there's so many examples that people can pick and choose from to see what works for them. So I'd love to know what exciting things are on the horizon for you and where can listeners come to connect with you as well? I am just about to launch my new program, which is called the Mindful Marketing Method. And it talks about a lot of the things that we've discussed today. So blogging, SEO, email marketing, PR, um, and, you know, sort of collaborations and those sorts of things. So yeah, that's all going to be covered in my three month program. And yeah, you can find out more and sign up at rachelgadiel.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was amazing to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me, Alicia. It was so wonderful to chat. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.